Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Our prime minister does call himself a feminist. I mean, he'll tell anybody who will listen all over the world. And I've been critical. I say it's just all talk because the actions of his government simply don't measure up. And they don't, you know, he does not walk his talk. Today, we learned the Trudeau government is actually trying to kill uh, a class action suit against the government that involves very serious allegations of rampant sexual misconduct, assault, and uh, discrimination within our armed forces. And this is important because it's a separate suit to the veterans who are already uh, suing the government over pensions, canceled pensions. So this is a class action suit that deals directly with the treatment of female vets in our armed ser- uh, services who say, and it has been acknowledged, have been s- uh, systematically sexually abused or harassed and in court documents filed by government lawyers it lays it all out and it ain't pretty it says quote we do not owe a private law duty of care to individual members within the caf to provide a safe and harassment free work environment or to create policies to prevent sexual harassment or sex assault how is that even possible i mean that to me is i i just can't even believe that they would say that especially in this day and age of quote-unquote me too so you bet this created fireworks in question period with opposition uh calling out and mocking our quote-unquote phony prime minister here's andrew the Liberal government is arguing in court that they have no duty to provide a safe place for women to work in, in the armed forces that is shameful and it flies in the face of every phony statement the prime minister has ever said on this issue The Prime Minister cannot blame a government lawyer. The Prime Minister actually instituted a cabinet committee to oversee litigation, to put a political screen on all these types of arguments. So why does the Prime Minister say one thing when it's all about symbolism, but when the hard work of actually implementing these things, he's missing in action? So look, this this issue's not going to go away. The veterans is going to be a very, very big issue that this government is going to have to deal with. And this is a big story because it plays right into the narrative of his feminist preachings. I mean, late today he came out and he said he has asked the justice minister uh, to follow up with those lawyers, make sure that we argue things that are consistent with this government philosophy. So again, throwing it on to a minister to deal with. At some point, Mr. Prime Minister, you have to put your big boy panties on and do some heavy lifting. That would be nice for a change. So let's bring in someone uh, who is part of the lawsuit and who also can speak to this issue. Her name is Don McLemoyle. She is a, a former uh, military. Hello. Good to have you. Hi. And thank you so much for your service. Thank you. What, were your, uh, what was your reaction when you heard that this report had broken and you heard the language that the government does not owe a, a, a law of duty of care to you and other women? Well, I don't really understand what a duty of care is. <laughs> like, um, to me, I think that if you look at the actual law and vicarious liability and fiduciary obligations, then the military and the government does owe a duty of care to military members and veterans, military sexual trauma um, survivors, all of them. 
And so when you hear, you know, you've got this prime minister who is constantly telling everybody about women should be heard, women should be believed. And then you hear this kind of language from this government saying, you know, it doesn't have a responsibility to create policies uh, to prevent these kinds of sexual harassment or sexual assault. It, it Does it not fly in the face? Oh, today's the anniversary of my assault. And I was like, woke up to this news and I was like, oh, really? So you're going to deny, deny like usual. And it's it's hurtful. We're talking to uh, Don McElmoyle, who was uh, obviously just going to uh, talk about uh, her experience and is one of those involved in this lawsuit, this class action suit launched against the government. She clearly has a story to tell about her alleged assault. If you are part of this suit and you are hearing this kind of language today, after hearing just last week, uh, the prime minister essentially call you greedy. I have to think in this day and age that there's not too much um, want or, uh, you know, ambition to join our forces. You you were going to take us through that today is the anniversary of, of your assault. Can you tell us what happened, your experience? Um. Well, my experience, I was just fresh out of basic training and I'd only been at my posting for four weeks. I hadn't even went on training yet. And I kind of went to a get-together party, and I ended up that I got assaulted. I stood up and I reported it, um, but because it was two of me, one of them, or two of them, one of me, and I'd been drinking, I, I got talked out of charging them. And then my police report was used against me, and I was therefore charged with being on the male floor, even though I had been taken there when I was drunk, and I was placed on a confinement to barracks with one of the men that I know for sure assaulted me. How, how rampant is this? I mean, it has been spoken about, obviously leading to this class action suit, but as a woman in armed forces, I mean, how how big of a problem is this? Can you just kind of put into perspective how big of a problem this is in 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 combat service? Um, it is a lot bigger of a problem than what they're willing to admit. <laughs> I um, meet a lot of people and they're not even willing to come forward because of what has happened to them and the fear of repercussions of what has happened to them. So even the numbers that the government does get when they do surveys and they do things like that aren't realistic because there are quite a few people that are afraid to even say anything. So I would I would think, and I may be speaking out of line, but do you feel like you've just kind of never had any kind of justice for what you went through? Um, completely, totally. I get a pension, but really, what is throwing money at me when, you know, all I would like was the system changed to make sure that women and men are safe because it happens to men just as much as it does to women. And we need a safe work environment if we're going to protect our country. And would you tell a young person, I mean, it, it, it's sad to say because I'm a big proponent of our Canadian military and anyone who serves our country uh, gets my standing o- ovation, but would you tell a young person today that they should go in to this, into the service? <laughs> this is my opinion and my opinion only, but I would not because um, the government is not going to take care of them if they get injured. If anything happens to them, a woman or a man they're more than likely going to get swept under the rug. And God forbid they stand up and say something was done wrong to them because then they're going to get beat down even more. And so is that the experience that when you bring a concern to to senior personnel that it's just uh, pushed away? If it doesn't fit into their, their standard, 
then it is usually just like it's not accepted. What would you say to Prime Minister Trudeau if you actually got to to face him and ask a question or tell him something? Well, if I actually got to meet him, I would ask him why he's so concerned with helping everybody else and not the people in his own country. We have First Nation people here suffering. We have vulnerable populations. We have veterans living on the street. We have people that need pensions that aren't getting them and have to fight every single day of their life to get something that they actually deserve. Maybe one day you'll get to ask that. Dawn, thanks so much for sharing your story. We'll keep in touch with you. Thank you. That's Dawn uh, McElmoyle joining us uh, with her story. And, and yeah, we had some phone problems, but clearly you hear the message that there are people that have served this country and there's some serious issues. But I think for a lot of them, the reaction to hearing this kind of language, you know, it's not enough for the prime minister to simply walk this back. He's going to have to do some heavy lifting here to somehow start making amends.